Thank you for tuning in to Behind the Scrubs, the travel nurse experience. I'm your host, Justin Allison. I've been in the healthcare recruiting game for going on 20 years now. Super grateful and humbled to be here and share the stories of our real life heroes. This podcast is for the travel nurse community, and we will be sharing stories from the heroes of the patient care story and many others. I'm filled with gratitude that you decided to press play and enjoy this episode. This is an exceptional day. I have two absolutely amazing human beings, first and foremost, with me on the show today. Uh, two travel nurses, uh, Ryan and Emily. I uh, cannot express enough gratitude for the both of you for making this happen, especially after we battled through some rescheduling adversity over and over. Um, but I'm so fired up to to talk with the, the two of you today and you know learn more about your guys' story and what you're up to right now and the company you guys co-founded for Travelers. Man, it's just a beautiful thing, and I'm fired up. But well. Welcome to the show. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Well, I mean, how I one of the first thing is just, I mean, how are the two, you guys are travel nurses. Obviously we know there's a pandemic that's been going on for the last two years, but how, I mean, how are you guys, you know, personally holding up right now uh, with, especially with this like second surge of the pandemic? So I actually took off, I normally work in the CVICU. And so I was pretty burnt out um, after a couple of COVID assignments. So in January was actually the last time I took a bedside assignment. So burnout was a big um, reasoning why I took a step back and then MedVenture, our company that we'll get into was another reason. So for me, that's been helping me like reground myself because I think for the last like year and a half, it's been, I mean, we've had to step up to the plate. And so I think it's really um, good if everyone like audits themselves and I needed to audit myself and say like, okay, we need a timeout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, burnout burnout is a is a huge thing impacting us. Yeah, yeah I did uh, crisis assignments up until March of 2021, and then I decided to uh, do my own self help and move to Mexico and work on MedVenture full time. So I lived there for two months, and then uh, moved to Austin and did IV hydration. It was a uh, quite a breath of fresh air, and now I just got back into it. Uh, so I'm currently on assignment in California doing COVID. Um, and it's hasn't changed. Uh, I mean, the patients are much more sicker than they were before with the Delta strain and they're younger, which is sad. Um, but it's the same, same stuff. We're getting used to it. We know the flow now. So did you say you're in California yeah, right now? California. Mm -hmm. On assignment? What part? I'm in uh, Redondo Beach. Got it. Awesome. Well, I, just to go back real, real quick, because I think, you know, I, I know, obviously, a lot of nurses obviously have been dealing with burnout uh, during the pandemic, like yourself, Emily, uh, and, you know, you know, physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, emotional exhaustion, like, so, which was props to you for recognizing that, doing the self-audit, if you will, and like, hey, I need to take a break from this, uh, and so, like, what, uh, like, what else have, in for both of you, you know, like, you know, have you guys done in addition to that, like that does help with burnout that maybe, you know, again, if a nurse is listening to this, that's struggling with it and isn't quite too sure, like, you know, what to do, what can they do? What, you know, um, can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, I think like awareness is like the first, first and foremost, you have to like know that you're feeling burnt out to be able to do anything about it. So I think recognizing like what are the certain like signs and symptoms. So if like you're having depersonalization, if you're cynical, if you're like lashing out on your friends and family or your staff that you're working with, like recognizing those things that happen. Cause I think it's really easy for us to just like 
go about our days and be totally automatic in our lives without recognizing that those are not normal um, things that we're experiencing. And when it starts to affect the people that we love, um, it's time to you know recognize that a change needs to happen. And so I think awareness is first, and then um, definitely time off helps a lot with both of us as we've um, done. Uh, you know, you gotta like distance yourself from the thing that's causing it. Um, and then and I think travel nurses, we're very good at taking time off, but I think what's been really hard for a lot of travel nurses is recognizing that there's a lot of money to be made, but money also doesn't equal happiness. And so like, if you're gonna continue chasing the money, like, yes, I guess like one day, like it will dry up, but like your well-being and your health is first and foremost, and we can't take care of our patients if we're just running um, from an empty cup. 1,000%, and I, and I wanna come back to something you said there, but after uh, Ryan shares his, his feedback, so you brought up a really, really interesting point. Making so much money that I didn't realize I was burnt out. I didn't realize I had compassion fatigue and was kind of treating my, now patients as good as I, I was before COVID. I mean, I was still providing excellent care, but, I was just like, oh, they're calling again. And that's like a huge sign of burnout, a huge sign that you need a break. And so that's why I moved to Mexico and then I realized, oh wow, I was burnt out. And I'm always one of those people like, I don't get burnt out, it doesn't affect me. I don't really tap into my emotions. And when I was in Mexico, I was like, wow, I was burnt out, I needed this break. And it was just a huge reset. Um, so for me to combat burnout, I need time off in between assignments to just reground myself and get in routine again. No, hundred percent. And so the, the thing I mean, you, you touched on it too, is just like, and we're seeing this across the board with the, or at least our travelers or nurses that we're, you know, working towards placing is that when the, the ultimate motivation, and it's totally understandable too. So tremendous, like empathy, like what, how alluring it is to travel right now, because you can make eight grand a week, nine grand, some case 10 grand. You guys, you guys obviously know this, but when that is the ultimate and really the only reason why you're traveling it, you probably are not gonna be that happy right now especially now more than ever because of the state of of the of the hospitals because of the pandemic and that's like one of the things like constantly trying to educate nurses on like and really it sounds this is kind of sound kind of crazy especially coming from like a staffing agency but it's like really really pushing their thinking to like maybe this isn't the time for you to travel right if that is your only your really only motivation to do it because guess what that's this sounds great on the front end but when you show up to that hospital and you're like whoa what is going on here this is what i have to be subjected to for the next 13 weeks Guess what that is leading to? Attrition, backouts, cancellations, or like. So I think it's a it's a very it's it's a conversation that needs to to I think happen more. And I'm and I want to get more of your guys' perspective on it from your side of it. But because it's true, it's just like, well, wait a second. Okay, let's find out why you're doing it. Uh, totally fine, understandable. Money's the motivation, but let's think through all the challenges and let's let's think through what is it that you're actually signing up for when you show up to provide patient care. Does that make sense? And I'm curious, just kind of give you guys, your guys' thoughts to expand on that too. I think money is a, a huge factor in it, but you have to realize as a traveler, you're showing up to a place you're not familiar with. You don't have the support of your friends and family. You know, I mean, you have, they're a phone call away. Um, you're by yourself most of the time. You don't know what you're walking into. Um, 
you have to be grounded and you have to um, have the right mindset to be a traveler and to go into these things. If you're just doing it for the money, you're not going to provide good patient care. You're going to be unhappy. Your personal life's going to suffer. And yeah, I mean, that's my, that's my biggest recommendation. Like make sure your personal life's in check. Uh, make sure you, you're in the right mind space to get into, you know, kind of the fire, I guess. Yeah. And I was going to say that I think we don't talk a lot about how burnout and compassion fatigue also affects like patient care and how we deliver care. Um, and I think that there's a lot more room for mistakes, you know, when you're not fully present and you're not fully there because maybe you are like super tired. Maybe you haven't like gone to the gym and you're just like depleting your mind, your body, your soul. And when you're not fully present, like, that does trickle down to our patients and then also like how we work with our team and like everything else. And I, I think it's really, it could be as subtle as like missing something or it could be as big as like a med, med error, which can like potentially hurt a patient. And so I think that has to be taken into account too. And I think we've just heard so much, so many stories of people just going after the money without adequate experience. Um, I think that's one of the scariest things is like, because of the money, people are just going after it without recognizing, like people are expecting you to have certain skills and experience to be able to take care of some of the sickest patients we've ever seen right now. And yes, the money is great, but are you willing to put someone else's life um, on the line and not be able to be adequate enough to take care of them? for the money. And so, you know, I think that's been one of the most heartbreaking things to hear about um, because first and foremost, we want to be able to take care of patients and help human lives. And I think people forget that when money is like the only factor as far as like going to travel nursing. Um, I, I have to just acknowledge right now because like just listening to you guys talk, both of you, is that like it, it is so obvious that you both genuinely care about patience man and i just want to it's, it's so obvious right now so i just have to acknowledge that real quick because um a uh props to to you guys and then b is like in our travel nursing space not not every nurse does care about the patient care at the end of the day so um you guys are amazing people man and i, I just love hearing hearing you guys talk about that and, and how real it is um and so well uh, I all right. I I have I have. It's time. It is time to talk about uh, what I'm probably most fired up to talk about with you guys um, on the show. Why I have you in the hot seat? Um, you guys are entrepreneurs as well as travel nurses. Uh, you got you. The two of you have co-founded MedVenture app. Um, you have your own company, um, which is amazing. So please uh, start with the origin story. Um, you know how this came to be. How did you guys connect on this? What you know? What was the the initial vision? Um, and then, then we can kind of get into like, um, you know, more, the more details of what the app is, who it's for and all that good stuff. But, um, hit, hit us with the origin story first. Back in 2019 in February, I was a travel nurse in San Francisco and I was on my second assignment and I had experienced a little bit of loneliness. So I wasn't homesick, but I was just trying to find community and trying to find people to do things with and experience this awesome um, pathway in nursing with and besides facebook groups and then randomly seeing someone on instagram there was no way to connect with other travelers and so i had met a couple here and there but none that i was hanging out with in my area and at first i was like okay i think i want to create something to 
bring the community together and at the time I was going to do a website but then a friend in San Francisco of course in a huge tech city was like why don't you create an app and for the longest time I was like I don't know the first thing about creating an app that seems so overwhelming that seems like I'm a nurse you know I don't know anything about tech and so I sat on the idea for six months and for me I tend to you know sit on things and see if it like still sits on my heart and then in um, September of 2019 is when Ryan and I met at TravCon and right after that I got so inspired by meeting so many different traveling healthcare professionals and I was like I still have this idea I feel like I should just go for it you know um, I'm sure I'm not the first person to create something like this and not have a background in it and I was trying to validate if this would be a good idea and Ryan was the first person I spoke to because I knew he was a really big like traveling veteran I was like he would know if this is a good idea so we got on the phone and by the end of the conversation, he was like, I want to be an investor, I want to be a business partner, and it kind of just like snowballed from there. Um, and I don't know, Brian, you want yeah. to tell your side too. <laughs> so I, uh, I was working in Maui in 2017, and it was a, Kaiser was taking over the hospital, so they needed over 100 travelers in Maui. And I was always the one like getting everyone together, like, let's go to the beach, let's go hiking. And I was just remember sitting on the beach one day and I'm like, why can't this be every assignment? Like, why can't I connect with travelers every assignment like this? Like, there needs to be a way. And then when M, I met M, I was known as the Guam guy then because I had uh, done a travel assignment in Guam. And uh, <laughs> then uh, she called me and I was like, oh, this is a great idea. Have you thought of this and this and this? And then I was really interested and the rest is history. We... Um, signed our business relationship papers, discovered each other, like talked about what's important to us, what our values are, and then we started uh, Gung Ho and Adventure since uh, October 2019. Got it. Well, you just you just provoked a lot of questions. I know I can't ask them all, but <laughs> but so like did you guys one first question is like did you guys uh like hire outsourcing like an actual engineer to build the tech and app and how how did that work? Yeah, we've outsourced all our uh, development, everything from like our UX UI to the actual like back end, front end. Cause yeah, I mean, I guess like some people learn all that stuff, but for us, we were like, we need to be churning this out, especially with COVID. We wanted to fast track everything to be able to support our community, which is even more isolated than ever before. And so, yeah, we've been outsourcing um, out of the country. I mean, tech in the United States is really expensive to build, and we've both bootstrapped our entire company from the beginning, um, besides doing a Kickstarter. And so we needed something that was affordable, but still very functional and like aesthetically pleasing app. And so, yeah, we've outsourced everything successfully so far. Another thing I think is so, so critically important that you mentioned Ryan's kind of when the, when the two of you were coming together and like, hey, let's you know see if this makes sense to partner up and do this is values, right? Like, does what Ryan believe align with what Emily believes? And I I, I have experience of being a co-founder too, and that's to me is is arguably is the most important factor not only from when you're starting to align all that like you know uh, uh, but also to that carries over and transcends your culture and just your vision of and it's like start with why what is our purpose and passion what is our just cause what is our ethos you know the character of the team what is it that we believe in what is it that we say we value which everybody says this in every company of all time then it's like well what are the behaviors that actually 
actually map to what we say we believe in, right? Um, but so I want to get, I'm just building up to the question. I'm very curious is like, so what are like your guys' for your company? What are your guys' values? What do you guys believe in? And what are you passionate about when it comes to that? Our number one mission with MedVenture is to um, unite the traveling healthcare community. And that's like all travelers, not just nurses. Everyone, a lot of people think that MedVenture is just for nurses, but uh, as TravCon, as you know, at TravCon, there's PTs, OTs, RTs, any healthcare professional can travel. Um, and so we really wanted to be an all-inclusive platform. Um, we wanted to accept everybody and have like a positive outlook with our platform. Because if you see Facebook groups, they're filled with negativity. Um, people, <laughs> I know. Uh, understatement, Unders understatement. <laughs> understatement. And uh, people's yeah. values aren't respected. They're not talking like they're face-to-face. Yeah. -face. They're talking behind like a keyboard warrior. And keyboard that's, not warriors. What, yeah. Yeah, that's not what we wanted to create with MedVenture. So our biggest uh, mission and value is to create a place where everyone is welcome and uh, feels that love in that community. Absolutely. And I think one thing, too, from like both of our travelers' um, perspectives is that from so many different agencies, sometimes we don't have like full transparency. And I know that that's both really important um, as far as like serving our community to be everything from like our highs, our lows, like we're pretty vulnerable and transparent with our community because we want everyone to feel included into our family. We always say that we're like a family over everything else because we would be nothing without our community and we appreciate every single person's input, whether it's good or bad, all the feedback. Um, we always wanna be like best supporting our community. And so we really do think that the best way to build trust and rapport with our communities by being as transparent as possible with them. For me, like, you know, again, listening to you guys talk about your your company and the passion coming through and you know what, I, I, I just appreciate what you guys value. And I, it's obvious to me, I can, I can see it, but I, I just wanna ask the question of like, through the healthcare travelers lenses, like, so A, and I love that's all inclusion. So we're talking, Travel nursing, we're, we're talking allied, we're talking, I imagine locum tenants, so traveling doctors and advanced practice providers, everyone in the travel healthcare space is like, so like if I say like I'm a, I'm a nurse and I'm like, well, um, you know, what for me, like what would you guys, if I was to ask you, like at TravCon, we could role play this live, this is going to happen at so TravCon <laughs> in a few days, a nurse, a nurse is going to come. <laughs> your guys's your guys's booth or you know an allied you know pt whatever it might he or she might be and they're asked oh well what's med adventure what 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 value will it provide me like what would your guys's response to that person what is it going to be at travcon you get asked that a hundred times <laughs> i would say three things so you can look to us for community resources and tools to empower you in your journey. So those are the three like almost like pillars that we have to really empower travelers. And we like really crowdsource a lot of our information from our community because our travelers know the best. And so we want everyone to like help each other out um, in their journey. And everyone comes from such a unique, but at the same time, a very relatable experience. And so for example, one of the, features on our app is facility reviews and that's a huge crowdsourcing resource and so travelers can read or rate facility reviews and stay anonymous so that they can honestly tell another traveler about their experiences so that they can make a very informed decision whether to take an assignment or not that's is a valuable and powerful with the, the facility reviews and the fact that it's like it's organic it's not engineered or, or manufactured that's the exceptional work um, I love that. I would say um, it's to provide resources, community, and empower you to live your best travel journey. 
Um, I, we've always said this from the beginning, you have to be a certain personality to be a traveler, a successful traveler and other travelers want to help travelers out. So, um, that's what we've been finding with our app. But, um, the main functions of our app is the first is meet people. So you connect with other travelers in your area using geolocation with, uh, likes and interests. Um, the second one is meet up and events, which has been really successful. Um, this summer is you can host an event or attend an event um, hosted by another traveler agency or local business um, And then there's community discussions on housing things to do and food and drink And then there's the hospital and facility reviews like M said So do you guys um, and, and actually I would imagine um, We're actually talking a lot about Travcon uh, well, Is that like so through the app like are you having people in within the, that's on the app that in your community already, like, are they going to like, are you guys connecting with them at Travcon through the app or has that, uh, is that, I imagine it's happening, but, it, uh, it is. So yeah, it is. Um, and so do you, do you, do you guys, uh, do you guys plan to like, obviously, gr I mean, grow the community of course. Um, but also what about like for your back to being, you know, the, you know, the entrepreneurs that you both are is like, so do you plan on actually growing your company internally and ultimately scale this tech over time like what's kind of the long-term vision the long-term play yeah I mean we have so many different directions that we can go into I think that's like the really uh, both really beautiful but also sometimes overwhelming of like there's so many different directions we can like go into right now and we kind of you know we always want to listen to our users with like what they want and need the most and so for us like that's why we constantly talk to travelers about you know like what do they love the most what do they need um, what are their ideas for our app and then seeing like how we can integrate it into what we have right now because that's like our number one you know that's how we best support people and so I feel like we've like definitely talked about like housing or jobs or we just want to make sure we are like the number one place eventually for travelers to go to. And so we just want people to always feel welcome to have like all the resources and tools to live their best life. I would also say, yeah, short term right now, our goal is just to create this community um, and create this platform where people feel uh like they can connect with everybody and, and live a best life even during COVID. Um, but yeah, there is plans for the, we've looked into other stuff. Like we also have traveler resources, which I didn't mention. So we partnered up with Nice specific services that offer um, discounts to our users, um, whether that's scrubs or tax prep or um, health insurance. So there's, we're doing kind of stuff like that too. We're just listening to what our community needs and kind of adjusting moving forward got it i got it so i i have to ask because it's coming to mind um and i know you guys from what i from what i'm hearing you guys aren't trying to create like obviously a, a marketplace those you know that's pretty popular in the te health tech space right now take really more on the connecting the agencies with the nurses and the jobs and all that but do you guys ever and maybe you do i just don't know so i apologize i'm uneducated uh do you guys ever plan to let the dark side into the app meaning the the healthcare staffing the agencies uh, on on the app on the platform i guess we'd have to see like what people's ideas are in terms of like to what capacity that would look like um and it would have to really align with our values i think that's 
you know, we were, we're always open to conversations, but we would really have to see like in what capacity. People yeah, we just don't want to feel like a sellout and we want to have our the integrity of our app in place if that were ever to happen. Love it. I, I'm by no means I am asking because out of curiosity, it is not I'm not suggesting you guys do that. I think from what you guys are sharing, you have a great a, you have great intentions, values, and you care. And another thing to point out, super smart to listen to the market, to your users, and that feedback to improve the experience and really the value that you're providing your community. Um, and so, I mean, I think you guys are, are, are doing some, something, A, unique, and, uh, of course, that is providing value to the community and just should just keep doing more of it and doing it with the right intentions that you guys are talking about and integrity and all that stuff. So, TravCon has come up, so I, I, I have to ask. Obviously, we know this episode is not going to come out before TravCon, um, which is okay. Uh, but um, we could go on record, though, because you guys are going to be there. Uh, we're going to be there, but, uh, like... If you were to make both of you, so uh, both of you, please answer this if you don't mind in hum- humoring me. If, if you were to make a prediction <laughs> that we will be able to to watch after of like, what do you guys feel for you and maybe just as your, your company going there? Like, what do you think is like going to be one of the biggest surprises from the event or like one of the biggest takeaways for you guys from, from TravCon? I think the biggest takeaway for me is going to be like meeting our users and getting their feedback. And I think the surprise is also going to be their feedback. <laughs> um, so <laughs> let's see. I think that's mine. And I'm just so excited to meet the people in our app. I mean, we've had so many DMs like, I'm so excited to come to your booth. I'm so excited to meet you guys. Like, you really inspired me. And I know every Chavcon I've been to, I'm just so inspired after. And it's just going to, just going to help us grow even more after. So. I know that's going to be my biggest takeaway. I think it's like so different when you could put like face uh, names to faces. And I think that's like one of the most special things for us. Like whenever Ryan and I get to go to a meetup in person and then get to have these conversations, it just fuels our fire, especially when we're having bad days or bad weeks. And so, yeah, I think that is like definitely the thing that we're both looking forward to. And then I think what is maybe like I'm anticipating is just like, I don't know how the conversations with like other companies are going to be. And I think it's going to be really cool for people to see us um, in action and interacting with the community. Cause I think for a long time, you know, people haven't really focused on growing the community, but I think people are realizing like how powerful it is when you can bring the community together and, and really, you know, source all the the magic and the information and all of that from our community so i think that'll be really cool for people to like see us in action too yeah yeah you guys are gonna crush it i could just tell with the energy i'm going on record <laughs> you. you guys are gonna crush it at travcon uh, it's un, it's, un, it's un, undeniable. And to your, I love the whole community thing too. And it's just like, yeah, we can do things better together. We can be more effective as a community, united, aligned than we can ever be separated. You know, um, so uh, I love that. Um, well, where can like so like uh, we'll link all this stuff up, and I know our guy Brad, who's shout out to Brad behind the scenes here. Uh, so so where can so anyone. Anyone anyone listen, that watches this obviously and or listens, so where can they connect? How can how can travelers get involved? How the, how can they connect with you guys? Can you talk a little bit about that? First things first, please download my venture app. It's free on the iOS and Android app stores. And so everybody can use it. It doesn't matter where you are around the country. We even service the US territories like Guam and so 
please dial the app no matter where you are. We want to be able to create that strong community and connection everywhere you go on assignment. And then you can also find us on our website, um, medventureforTravelers.com. And then through socials, I would say Instagram is probably the most um, active that we're on. And it's also probably the most entertaining. We have a lot of reels that we've been putting out there that have been entertaining everybody. So that's Medventure app. And then you can find us on YouTube, Medventure app, or on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group as well. So lots of different avenues to go into, no matter what social media platform you like. So um, you touched on this uh, a little bit ago, uh, Ryan, or you, you referenced like, uh, you know, successful, being a successful traveler. Um, so again, a que- same question for the both of you um, is your definition of a successful 13-week travel assignment. Mm. Go. I would say be flexible, <laughs> grounded, and open-minded. Ooh. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. Can I, let me, so so I, I love I love it. I love everything about it. Why why is flexibility key from your perspective? I'll give you an example. Uh, this, this assignment, I was hired for night shift, and when I got there, <laughs> I was put all on day shift, and I have been on night since I was 18 years old. So... I was not happy, but I was flexible because they need my help. When I got there, the staff was very happy to see me. Um, and I actually love So, so um, I would say be flexible because you you can float to like LND, you can float to ER, you can float to ICU, you can, you're, you're floating as a traveler. You can be canceled at any time as a traveler. It just kind of, you have to roll with the punches and be flexible and um, yeah. And in order to be flexible, you have to be grounded because if you're not grounded and your your mental isn't there and this stuff happens to you, you're going to crumble. I'll just piggyback off of that. I think a lot of travelers forget that when hospitals are hiring us, we are filling the need. And so it's not like you're coming in and you're like used to what you're used to. You are coming in to fill whatever gaps the hospital has. And so I think a lot of people who are not aware um, of that mindset or go into traveling with that mindset, they get really taken aback every time they get floated or every time there's like something that goes away. And so, but I think like that's also, you know, all those things that can go wrong. That's also what makes our community really tight knit too, because I think, you know, when you're experiencing this alone, whether you had like a bad assignment or you got floated so often, you know, I think like having someone else to relate to that is really powerful. And I think that's something that we love to connect people on to say like, you're not alone in this really, really difficult transition period. Well, honestly, travel nursing, I feel like you're in constant transition, which is why you need to be super flexible and adaptable or, you are going to let all these things um, affect you in your day to day. Yep. And uh, if it's okay, I, I'd like to piggyback <laughs> on both of what you, you guys said is because flexibility is so key. And, and it goes back to two things. Is it, and you'd mentioned this is like when you're, when you're being hired as a travel nurse, you're, you're, you're signing up for a whole different set of expectations, right? Than a staff nurse. Um, and so it's part of why you get paid so well, um, is one element of that. Uh, but the other thing I love too is, is that, is I, I have this conversation all the time with Murat, I've had it many times, uh, you know, with my team to 
to educate uh, travel nurses, you know, based on situations or if they're just new to the game. And it's what you were talking about. It's like you first have to unitize the flexibility. You first have to understand why is a hospital hiring a travel nurse, right? They have a problem and that problem is they're short staff and they have holes in their schedule, holes in, you know, whether it's day shift, night shift or leave, um, you know, all that's the maternity, whatever it might be. But that is the problem there. The hospital short staff, they have holes in their schedule. So they're hiring the travel nurse to solve that problem. And so understanding that, and that is why flexibility is key. And that is why it's very, you guys, if you, if you have your own experience on this, please, uh, please jump in. Even if it's, you know, goes against what I'm about to say is like one of like the most unrealistic common requests is, Oh, I want block scheduling. Sure. That's that, that. I understand why we understand why, but all that is doing is and why most no hospitals will ever guarantee it. Uh, maybe some will work with it self scheduling. So there's opportunities to actually have that. But when there's a request, I need blocks. I need block scheduling. Well, then you're just contributing to that problem. Now you're not actually helping because you're not, you're not flexible or you're just, they're not going to consider you because of that. And so they're going to, they're going to hire somebody that, um, that, that is flexible with scheduling. Um, because because that's that's the problem they're trying to solve at the end of the day. Well, uh, this has been a, a, a ridiculously good time. Um, I cannot um, express a, enough gratitude uh, for the two of you, and and really, um, obviously, I, I love that you guys shared your story, so we can just help spread the word. Thank you so much. You had said something earlier that you can tell that we, we care a lot about our patients, but I think we care just as much as the traveling community as well. Um, we really do. We've, we both said travel nursing was the best decision of both of our lives. And so I just wanted to kind of end on that note that we do care about this community and we want it to be successful. Thank you. Thanks for having us.